Hey, what's up? This is Chef Noel Cunningham, your Jamaican chef. Welcome to What's Cooking with Chef Noel, the podcast that dishes on the food and beverage industry and the entrepreneurial spirit and everything relevant to being a chef. If you love to cook or eat, this is a show for you. What's Cooking with Chef Noel, witty, real and informative. Hi, this is Camila McDonald, and today we're talking health and wellness. Come with me on this journey. All right, so it's time for some health and wellness and fitness talk. And who is better to have to talk about that than Camila? Hey, Camila, how are you? I am so good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling energized now, I guess, because you're here. <laughs> I, w- I will talk health and wellness and fitness. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure. And how are you managing now? You know, with the whole COVID and the new norm, with what's happening. Yeah, it's been an interesting couple of months. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm giving thanks. We're here. We're alive. We're just trying to stay safe. And you know, now more than ever before, I think we're realizing the importance of really honing in on our health and um, you know, being healthy and getting fit we're realizing now that it's, it's so much more than a bikini body and carnival body and all of these bodies right yeah uh you know it's about eating for our health our best self it's, it's about thriving and eating food that is nourishing us and moving and you know just kind of really taking charge of our life like you know we always chase the title of ceo but i said I, you know we're the ceo of our own bodies and we have to kind of approach our health just like that, you know, making the right decisions. They are not always easiest, yeah. right? But we have to boss up our own life because nobody else can do it for me. No. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I understand. No, we're just giving thanks that we're alive, that we have health, we have strength, we stay in faith. And, you know, the good thing is that the youth then can now step into an era where um, sanitation and, you know, just really being as yeah. clean as possible is going to be at the forefront of their mind. And that's uh, the norm, that's right? And that's the norm. And that's yeah. been the norm, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're just here. I'm grateful for life and, you know, for the, the ones in our life. And, yeah, we we'll give thanks. Yeah, which Gratitude is right. Gratitude is a must, you know? Which is a must. And mm-hmm. so we're going to go back a little to 2009 when you started the fitness. But first, yeah. let's, let's go back to your past a little, yeah. which I was surprised yeah. to find out myself that you were a chubby teenager right or a chubby child teenager more yeah i was um i was 18 years old when i first left jamaica yeah and then hit rock bottom in terms of my weight at about age 20. so i was kind of tipping out of teenager going into real adulthood yeah um but still still young Mm -hmm. still a whole life ahead of me you know yeah so, um, so yeah, it was an interesting time in my life. It was, um, you know, in Jamaica, I I was a very active teenager. You know, I was on the gymnastics team. I was on the dance team. Um, I was on the swim team. I was on the cheerleading team. I, you know, I, just, I was active without really thinking about it. Yeah. And, you know, I was grateful enough to, I, I consider it grateful enough to grow up in a, a Rastafarian family that really treasured health and yeah, wellness, wellness yeah. and so i grew up immersed into nurturing and and nourishing my body well yeah. um just through how my parents raised me you know um and then i think going away to college now having to make decisions on my own and mm-hmm. um you know it was a college very far away in norway, norway. um yeah and you know i mean just talk about a climate change yeah, <laughs> you know oh yeah. oh yeah. and Pardon me? Oh, yes. I, I'm in Canada, so therefore I know the climate change. Yeah, listen to me. When the call hit me, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chef, <laughs> just tell you, yeah. Lord of mercy. So, um, you know, I think a combination of managing my stress, dealing with a new temperature that just I really was not accustomed to and like having to make food decisions for myself now, you know, not being sheltered by my parents anymore. Uh, I think a combination of all of those things just yeah. kind of 
I turned to food. You know, food became my friend and how I navigated through the stresses of life. Yeah. And before I knew it, I did not realize that I, you know, just developed some very, very unhealthy habits. And I kind of dug myself very deep in a hole and found myself at almost 200 pounds at my heaviest weight, wow. you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that really is where I kind of stumbled. Rock bottom was where I stumbled upon, um, you know, well, well, I would more say my journey out of rock bottom yeah. was really where I stumbled upon my love for health and wellness and fitness and being a part of other people's journey because yeah. what I did was share my journey openly. At that time, Instagram was not around, yeah. you know, it was just Facebook at that time and you know, I would share the days that I was, you know, that it was really difficult and I would share my meltdowns, but then I would also share my victories and my triumphs. And, um, you know, bit by bit, it was a very long, treacherous journey. Yeah. Um, and I think in retrospect, it would have been a lot easier if I knew, obviously, the things that I do now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's the beautiful thing about my journey and, and becoming a coach and becoming a, 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 a trainer for myself and a sports nutritionist mm -hmm. is that I have already walked that walk. I already know how difficult the journey is to change in your life. And, um, you know, I, I, I know that it's so much more than a diet and it's so much more than a fitness plan. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was some very difficult years. But mm -hmm. I really cherish them because they are what led me to what I'm doing today, you know? Yeah. And you studied media, right? That what's you um your focus well, on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, and it's interesting that you mentioned that because yeah. I studied um I did my undergrad in media and I, I minored in modern languages, French and Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then I went on to do a graduate degree in journalism. Um so I spent about 10 years total in California, um, in between undergrad and grad, mm -hmm. um, not really thinking that I was going to kind of really pivot into. Um, but the funny thing is that in 2009, so that would have been after Miss Jamaica World, yeah. when um, that really was the moment for me that I was working towards. You know, like how we started at the beginning of the, the podcast that, you know, some people yeah. train towards a carnival body, some people train towards a summer body, and I don't think anything is really wrong with, you know, ha setting up a goal and having some inspiration that you're working towards. Yeah. You know, um, it's just that that shouldn't be the motivation, and that's a whole other conversation together. Yeah. But um, the, my thing was the Mr. Maker World pageant, and I worked for it from January. I made an announcement online. People were laughing after me, and you know, well, I mean, not laughing, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. this is good because I was still about 15 pounds overweight. You know, um, I was like towards the end of my journey, and that was like the tipping point. That was when I just decided I was gonna go all in. Yeah. And on the night of the Mr. Maker World Finals, I was I lost exactly that amount of weight. I actually lost a little bit more. I was the fittest, fittest that I have ever been in my entire life. Yeah. And you know that was a really huge and defining moment for me. Yeah. And it was after the pageant. That I became a personal trainer, certified and sports nutritionist, and I started my first fitness business. At that time, it was called Jamrock Fitness, yeah. and it was what I was doing in a gap year between uh, college and grad school. Mm -hmm. And I had just landed a huge deal with an insurance company at that time. Um, it was Jick. They don't even exist anymore. I think they changed names or something. And basically, um, I applied for grad school yeah. and I had to make this huge decision because I had gotten into grad school and I received a scholarship. Um, but then I had started this business in Jamaica and it was really starting to take off and, you know, I, my classes were full and it was really exciting yeah. for me. I developed this thing out of nowhere and, you know, just such a huge passion. But then there was the other world that I was pursuing, which was media and entertainment and journalism. And it was actually like any Caribbean parent. My parents sat me down and basically told me there was absolutely no way that I wasn't going to be allowed to go to grad school. Yeah. That, you know, just do it. I know you have this business thing. See what you can do to just, you know, keep it going somehow. But you need to go to grad school. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I made a decision and ended up studying journalism instead. Um, that business eventually ended up failing. I tried to run it from California. I hired a few trainers. Yeah. But I just, I don't think I, I had it going long enough to sustain itself yeah. without me, you know? Um, so that was a really tough decision, you know, as an entrepreneur, young entrepreneur, yeah. like, you know, like a baby. Check off, yeah. but then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You have to go pursue other things. But the interesting thing yeah. is that I ended up doing, um, having a focus on health. So my degree is in health journalism, and I did my entire thesis around that. So now in, in what I'm doing, I've been able to merge uh, my passion for journalism, media, storytelling, with fitness and health, yeah. and, you know, that journey that I began in, in 2009. Oh. And then, you know, I always tell people that when you can lose weight or you can set a goal and you actually lose weight, it's like you can move mountain. Like you can do about anything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It feels like you've conquered. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is a satisfying feeling yeah. because it can be translated exactly what you just said to every other facet That's of life, right. every other experience, you know, yeah. because anybody that has lost weight before and done it, you know, just the pure, natural, hardworking way mm -hmm. can attest to the fact that it's probably going to be one of the most difficult things that you've ever done in your life. And yeah. that that achievement and, and like all of what it takes to get to that place will never, ever leave you. You know what I mean? The discipline and the focus that you're able to turn on and yeah. get through from point A to point B, yeah. that can literally be applied to everything and anything. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's a deep-rooted confidence that comes along with changing your life that um you know that's why i always tell everybody you know don't don't bother with the surgery thing don't bother with the the, the quick fix the pill the this the that it's not gonna work you know and, and, and those are all temporary anyways so and that's why it doesn't work because yeah. duh, if you're on a diet that requires you to cut out carbohydrates your your body's mm -hmm. preferred source of fuel yeah. like yes of course you're gonna lose weight you know what I mean? But at what point, like, how sustainable is that? Yeah. If you do that for more than four weeks, um, anybody, again, listening that may have cut out cars before, then you will know you'll be completely depleted of energy. energy yeah, yeah. You will feel very foggy-headed. You will have zero energy. You'll be very moody and crabby. Yeah. Um, you know, and so after a while, it doesn't work out because you can't keep that up. Your body is going to stop now. And then, you know, whatever you did lose in that four to six weeks that you were able to keep it up, you're probably more than likely going to gain it all back when, rapidly, you rapidly. know, you kind of go back to, yeah. to your life, you know? Yeah. And what I find funny is like, you know, for example, you know, these girls who will do their body and stuff. After that, they start going to mm -hmm. the gym because now they need to maintain and they're promoting. Mm -hmm. And it's some, of course, promoting these teas and these stuff like it's all oh, okay. Oh, this is what I use yeah. to use it too. When it's all no, that's not money. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I just had to yeah. the amount of things that I see from a day to day basis on what people are selling people, mm -hmm. like to the point where it, it upsets me. Just because I know you know, at the end of the day, this is about quality of life, it's about feeling yeah. good in your body, you know, it's about um really just being able to live your life, like live your life, like wake up and live. Yeah. You know, like yeah. um there's a reason that we're here on earth and like, you know, when we're dragging around with just lumpy energy and like, you know, just bad moods and, yeah. you know, people don't realize how influential and impactful the food that we eat is on how we feel and our mood and our energy levels and yeah. our focus and productivity From and, yeah. you know, just overall quality of life really. Yeah. What's your take on all these new stuff I see them selling now on like Instagram and all over and in these bottles, these, you know, I don't want to call oh it. Oh, God. You know, like, yeah, as I said, yeah. I just turn that, I will sit down and just start getting vexed. Like, you know, when you start yeah. a comment yeah, and yeah. you want to write comments and you yeah, just say, delete, you know what? Just delete. No matter who's telling me, if you <laughs> have nothing else to say, don't bother saying it myself. So that. just go out and yeah. keep your mouth. <laughs> and you grew up, and you grew up like eating all natural, right? Rasta style idol. Yeah, yeah. So funnily enough, I grew up eating completely vegetarian. We did eat fish like once a week. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, it was stew. 
every night. Oh, <laughs> I love you. Red beans too. Yeah. Tofu. You get tofu as well. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. Um, and and we would do that maybe like once or twice, you know, because of yeah. the story, we never really ate it that regularly. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I did find was, you know, at the time that I was raised as a vegetarian, it wasn't the cool thing to do. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we were the outcast. We were the weird ones. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, it really ended up now being something that as a teenager, I lashed out against. You know, I, I wanted to eat what all my friends were eating and like, oh. why? You know, this boring rust away. You want wings. You want hot wings. <laughs> you understand me? Your burgers. But yeah. good thing that I never went too far from chicken. Like, I, I've never eaten beef in my entire yeah. life. I've never had pork in my entire I life. Know, I have no clue what bad, those yeah. things taste like. So luckily, my parents, they allowed a balance. So yeah. They allowed outside of the home. They allowed oh. us to have fish and chicken. Oh, that's not bad. Um, and so, you know, because the thing is, you're in school and especially in those times, they did not have any vegetarian option, um, you know, in the cafeteria and, you know, these kind of things, they just kind of made it a little bit easier for us to kind of, you know, so my mom would pack lunch for us some days and yeah. the other days we would eat at school. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think when I went on to college, when I was making my own decisions, for about four years of being away from home, mm -hmm. I did eat chicken. So it wasn't until my sophomore year that I reverted back to what I knew. And so my sister and I, we were, I was a sophomore in college at that time. And I just decided to become a full-blown vegan. Oh. And since then, I've added back fish into my diet. So I eat fish about once a week now, oh, once nice. twice, mm -hmm. max. Um, I do not eat dairy, um, once in a lifetime. And when I do, I pay for it either with bumps or eczema or something yeah. crazy, yeah. some skin issue or, you know, because my body, yeah, most of us don't really do well with Stick dairy. Your, you know, we weren't that milk. Stick to your coconut milk. <laughs> yeah, no man, it's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so my, my dad has coined a new um a new way of eating and he calls it pesca vegan oh, pes yeah, pesca vegan. <laughs> so so it's where you eat fish but you, you don't eat any dairy products as a little joke but um you know i'm a big believer in balance yeah. and um you know there there are a lot of nutrients that i believe that fish gives me that i need especially with my level of activity um but but i do still keep everything in moderation and i and I do eat a predominantly plant-based diet. Oh, that's what I'm trying to do. I think that's my plan soon because I like a good challenge. And every year I do Meatless March and yeah. I feel good after. And then, so I'm telling myself oh. next, I'm going to do like the Pesca Vegan because I love seafood, right? Something yeah. like the Pesca Vegan where no, I cut off um, dairy like a lot. So when I just came to Canada, yeah. I, and yeah. every week I go to supermarket, a gallon of milk. And I'm like, what am I doing with right. all these milk? And I cut off milk, I cut off this. And now there's vegan <laughs> cheese, but I don't do like too much processed stuff anyway. So I don't yeah. think I will be doing all those cheese and all these stuff at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm thinking of doing it though. I'm thinking of getting on that um route. So I, look out for I me. think you should. <laughs> it's it's a powerful step. Mm -hmm. And you will you will feel like a brand new person. And the truth is there are enough ways around it to feel like you are not um missing out you yeah. know so for example one of the staples in my kitchen is for sure nutritional yeast it's mm -hmm. very high in b12 um, a lot of b vitamins but yeah. what more importantly it gives food a very cheesy flavor oh. um i know it's a very weird name um yeah. you can find it usually at any what's the name again? Usually most supermarkets or a whole foods or a trader joe's mm -hmm. Um, or at any health food store, dependent on where you are. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's a very big one for me. Cashews is another very big one for me because you can soak cashews, you can blend them, um, and using nutritional yeast, sometimes you can use tahini, um, a lot of great ways that you can, you know, mix up and create like a very cheesy experience yeah. that okay, is so you. much healthier. You know, because the thing is, cheese is very, very high in sodium. It's very high in saturated fat. Yeah. 
And, it, you know, it just, it, clot, it it creates a lot of mucus within the body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very acidic. That's another problem with cheese. Yeah. And the thing is that our bodies really thrive in a alkaline state. Yeah. And so the more acidic choices that we're making throughout the day is, um, you know, is, is where now we become um, setting ourselves up for all types of lifestyle diseases, you know, that are yeah. preventable. Yeah. So, you know, hypertension, high blood pressure, um, you know, all types of heart disease, yeah. you know, type 2 diabetes, stroke, um, you know. And so, again, back to what we were discussing in the beginning, which is that um, in these times when our immune systems are so valuable, you know, we have to treasure them and we have to eat them. We have to be led or decisions yeah. need to be led by just the sheer desire to really live our best and for immune systems to function optimally um, so that we can fight off all the diseases that are around and, and more importantly, feel good. And when we're acidic, our bodies do not feel good. We're moody, we're, we're cranky, and we don't have much that's energy. Yeah. yeah, the brain can't... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 And what would you say? I know you're the smoothie queen. <laughs> I love I love smoothie. But yeah. something you would read, they would say, Oh, it's best to eat the fruits, right? And the smoothie is like, you know, liquid um nutrients and stuff and what they, what right. they say. So the fruits will keep you full longer compared to the smoothie oh liquid calories, not nutrients, liquid calories. So you want right. to eat more. What's your take on that in terms of smoothie? So, I mean, the thing is, I definitely, I'm a yeah. believer in in really being careful about juices, yeah. right? There's a very big difference between juices and, and smoothies, smoothies. Yeah. and the number one reason for that is the fiber that is present in the smoothies. Mm-hmm. So, the truth is that smoothies are very far from just empty liquid ca- calories. They are actually quite nutrient-dense and, you know, are a very healthy part of any diet. Mm-hmm. because of how much you can kind of superfood it up and put things that you maybe wouldn't even normally like to, to, to eat, have yeah. otherwise oh, yeah. that I can go towards the yeah. veggie intake per day, you know? Because like for my smoothie, um, um, the other day I add like oatmeal to it, you know, of course, you know, your flour. Yeah, man. Oh, and gosh, you have to have, add like everything. Nice if a it's nice a shake, yeah. smoothie, you want to the oatmeal. And it's filling. It's and it's filling. My like blueberries, you know, I use my almond milk, my oatmeal, and my... my frozen banana and trust me i didn't need it like any breakfast at all like i was good there you go yeah man so you just have to kind of you know feel it the more that you kind of dip into smoothie making the more you realize it's a whole new world if you put avocados for example it makes it very very smooth and creamy Um, you must always freeze your bananas because that will you know kind of just give it you don't have to add ice yeah i like to, to add my fruits frozen yeah so that I'm not adding, you know, ice yes. to kind of water yeah. down um, oh, yeah. what's happening. Um, I always add things like flaxseed and um, shea seeds because those have a host of benefits that, you know, I just think that somebody should eat in something like that every single day. Yeah. Um, you know, there are all of these ways that you can even blend up your own protein and make sure it's a high protein um, shake so that it's keeping you filled for longer. You know, things like hemp seeds. Things like pumpkin seeds, things like, um, you know, as I said, flax seeds and chia seeds. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, smoothies oh, are, are a great way to, to get a lot of the nutrients in. I mean, more importantly than anything else is that you always add a green. Because remember that we are supposed to be having four to six servings of vegetables every single day. Yeah, which I don't. So, know. you know, yeah, exactly. Most people don't. <laughs> yeah, and the thing yeah. is, that's what a smoothie can help with, is that, like, you can pack a cup of spinach in a smoothie and you won't even taste it. Yeah, your kale, pack your kale in there and you're good the to kale, go. you know, you can, there are so many things, collard greens, um, frozen broccoli, um, celery, so, you know, yeah, they're all different. And then, you know, you can use it up with the ginger, yeah. um, turmeric, lemon. 
something, something. Like Marie, there's, there's so many ways that you can just bring it alive, you know? Yeah. Two questions now in one. Well, everyone talking about vegan these days, and I don't think they credit the Rastas enough for it. <laughs> which I always <laughs> cost them both because people ask me, do you guys have um vegan in Jamaica? Do Jamaican do um vegetarian food? I'm like, I think we created it. <laughs> you know, from Africa, the old <laughs> idol, you know. And then the next one now is, can Jamaican food be healthy? Yes. Okay, those are great questions. Yeah. I mean, it's something that my father teaches me about all the time. Um, you know, because especially as kids who resisted him so much and thought it was just Rebellious. like so boring. We wanted to do what everything else, you know, and so his big thing is long time rest after and you know. Yeah. You know, but then now I listen. Yeah. So, you know, when I have this like a fancy thing, you know, vegan this and vegan yeah, that, that, but it's really I thought, you know me? Yeah. And um it's long time Rasta people have been preaching that, you understand know I me? Mean? So Rasta mad. So so yeah, I, I think it's quite interesting, but to me, um, it's it's a great thing. It's yeah. it's great that the whole world is embracing oh, yeah, how yeah. what we have been preaching for for years and decades. Yeah, you know something that we were scoffed on for something that people used to look down and you know they make a dirty rest of people Rusty, there who oh, true, yeah. you understand yeah, they might eat, eat some some food and some this and some that. Yeah, when you know rest of people are some of the healthiest people, not just you know a diet, but in in so many different ways how we think and. Um, you know, if you want to have set of conscious people, you understand? Yeah. And to me, it takes a level of consciousness to be our healthier self, really. Yeah. Um, and in terms of Jamaicans eating healthy, I would say, um, I do, but there's a lot of things that we're going to have to change this trajectory of what is just socially, you know, accepted. Because yeah. to me, as a culture, I feel like we eat way too much sugar. We eat, eat carbs, way too much salt. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, <laughs> no, listen to me. Everything we have to be salt with, and yeah. and all. You know, when when we have our natural seasoning to cook with and, and season up food with, we yeah. also everything have sugar. In a Jamaica, all the salad dressing have sugar. Sugar, yeah, I sugar, yeah, man. Yeah, and juice after they in the fridge all all the time, well, and we just have yeah. that juice, juice, lemonade, everything. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. We don't really have that water consciousness as a people, as yeah. a culture, really. You know, um, and I think <clears throat> you know we have to also change the way in which like. You know, it's a part of our culture. You have all the food things in one place. So you have dashim, banana, yam, sweet potato, dumpling, everything for wow. one place. You know, where we have to kind of have a, a new consciousness around the fact that complex carbohydrates are the best and the only way to go. We shouldn't have the processed carbohydrates. Yeah. However, we still have to kind of manage and have everything in balance. And in, in one sitting, we don't want to do anything that's going to shoot up our blood sugar too high when we're having all of those carbs, um, you know, even though they're healthy carbs, they're good carbs, they're complex carbohydrates. That's the kind we want. Yeah. But sometimes I think we go overboard with that. Um, I also think that we have a very strong meat. Like, people still feel like they need to have meat. To, yeah, man, the cold like food and the steel and the, yeah, the gravy. You understand me? You understand? Curry goat. Yeah. This, this, that, that. We're not even know the whole of it. Fast culture now coming from we again. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But the thing is that, like, I'm not necessarily saying that, like, there's not a place for curry goat if you're oh, yeah. so inclined. Oh, yeah. Or a oxtail and whatever. But mm-hmm. once in a while, and... And you need to be eating more vegetarian. Everybody, yeah. I mean, this is a, a given yeah, yeah. yeah. around the world. This is not just Rasta telling you. Like, everybody yeah. confirm it now. We cannot be eating meat in the way that we have been eating it. It is what is leading to a lot of the diseases. And to be honest, Jamaica is actually one of the leading countries in the entire world when it comes down to non-communicable chronic diseases. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, and these diseases, diseases are all preventable. Type 2 diabetes, they call Jamaica and actually the Caribbean more specifically, yeah. they call us the amputee capital of the world. Yeah. So, uh, people in Jamaica and the rest of the Caribbean have lost more arms and, you know, just limbs. Limbs, yeah. To type 2 yeah. diabetes mm-hmm. than anywhere else in the world. So, clearly there's something 
that needs to be changed. And the good thing is that there's an entire movement in Jamaica yeah. um, right now, um, giving thanks to very, very many things that are happening. You know, for one, there's Jamaica Moves, Jamaica and Moves, Minister yeah. Preston has done an incredible job um, to just bring the nation t- together and, and oh, bring yes, more yeah. consciousness and awareness around move, not just movement now. They, they really have branched into nutrition and, you know, they're just trying to get it in the homes of an everyday Jamaican that, yeah. like, we really have to change the tra- trajectory of what is yeah. norm and what is healthy and what is important when it comes down to lifestyle decisions. Yeah. You know, and then there are lots of, I mean, people in general, I think, are just becoming a little more conscious. And in the mornings right now, you will see, um, you know, the, the streets are filled with runners and runners, yeah. cyclers. There are lots of cycling clubs. There are running clubs. Um, a lot of the restaurants are always having vegetarian options and, you know, that means I yeah. think we're getting there. I think we, we are leads ahead, um, from where we used to be and, and rightfully so. Like the, the unhealthy state of our nation is costing the, the government billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people don't realize that it's actually, you know, a lot cheaper to be healthy than we're giving it credit for because, yeah. you know, we think that it's being, it's, it, it's expensive to be healthy, but it's a lot more expensive to be sick, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And what I love about you is that you answer my next question that I was going to ask, which is brilliant. <laughs> I was going to ask, where is Jamaica now in terms of health and wellness and what it looked like? What? See? I've yeah. before now. You know what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's good. But well, like, as you can media, see and hear, it's, it's really media, looking good. I think you know like Jamaica's future yeah. is very bright. Yeah. Yeah, I see, you know, I see Patrice um, White, you know, doing her thing as well. And I see people going in, I see people losing weight, and I see more people running. I see them on Instagram posting, and even if that's what it takes. Yeah, man, and you have to big up all of the, the trainers in Jamaica yeah, that man. are just doing great things. Because as you mentioned, every, Patrice, yeah. there's Johnny McGraham, Shirley, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, doing her thing with the fit box. Um, there is Sharon Fiani. There is, you know, there's, there's a lot so of fun yeah. people really, mm-hmm. um, you know, putting in the work because yeah. at the end of the day, it's a bigger, it's a bigger vision, you know, the Every vision is that we, a we're all yeah. alive in some way. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about now, um, since you're head of the game, I'm going to give you them all in one, in groups. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about Wake Up and Live. Let's talk about Camila yeah. Kitchen and Camp Camila. You still do Camp Camila, right? That's your, um, break them down for me. Let's break them down. Right, a lot going on, right? I know, confuse (laughs) us, confuse the enemy. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Camp Camila began in 2015 when I first, you know, it was actually I just, my parents had just moved to New York and I had an aunt and uncle in in New York who owned a gym at that time. Yeah. And, you know, through social media and sharing and putting a story out there, I realized you know, that my audience was growing and it was becoming, you know, very diaspora-centric and heavy. And, you know, I was getting a lot of shout-outs from people, even in Toronto and Canada and um, New York and Miami and D.C. And, you know, so I kind of took that opportunity and just, you know, on a whim, just held a Camp Camila event, which really was a three-hour motivational fitness experience. I had a live DJ and... You know, there was a workout for one hour and then after a one hour motivational talk around some of the same things we were, we're talking about here with, yeah. with a focus on, you know, just more, how do you do it? How do you change your life? Awareness, right. Yeah. Um, then we had like question and answer and, um, and so it was extremely successful. I had, I had to open up a second session after the first week of, of announcing it. Yeah. And and then after that it turned into an entire tour. Um I, I visited those cities that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um Trinidad, Barbados, I did Philadelphia, um, as I said, Miami, New York, DC. Um and so it ended ended up being an annual event. Um some some years I did some cities, some years not all of them. Yeah. Um and and so yeah, in the the midst of COVID and the fact that you know obviously there's not a lot of traveling going on, um and you know given the nature that I had started a, a business in Jamaica called the Wealthy Club, which is um 
what you know what it is today except yeah. it started in the physical um and two weeks after i made the announcement we had the first case of covid oh. um confirmed in jamaica yeah this is after i had my entire program all my instructors on board um was quite the pivot we had to just yeah. at the last minute pivot online and that's where we are today um so we've been open for for since april as yeah. an online fitness club and now we're strictly online and you know basically it's just a fitness community that you know we really are powered with full purpose around six pillars mm. and it's the pillars of moving well eating well drinking well sleeping well resting well and living well yeah and um, those are basically all of the pillars that I believe that we need to balance on an everyday basis in order to, to be our best self, to really, you know, be able to enjoy wellness. And so that's the kind of, um, meaning behind that wellfit name. And it's, it's a double meaning with wellfit, you know, in Jamaica, it's actually wellfit. Yeah. And so we have daily classes that are live and recorded. Um, I teach, you know, every week. Um, I do lower body, full body, um, and upper body. I teach specifically um, hit classes, high intense interval training, um, and I have designed my own um, what would you say training method okay. um, that's combining um, biometrics and aerobics and um, weight training, body weight training, and hit training, meditation, and yoga practices. Kind of all combined into one class. Each class is just 30 minutes, and then what's even better is that we have trainers um, of all Caribbean descent um, who are living all over the world right now um, who teach and are part of this program, and these are people who I've handpicked. I've known them over the years. They have their own communities. You know, I have Bernard, um, who is based in New York. He, you know, has a very large YouTube following because he inspires people around the same um the same mission, you know, just to approach um, health and health, fitness yeah. from a holistic perspective. Um, I have Dilly Roman, who is in, uh, and and Bernard is originally Jamaican. Okay. We have Dilly Roman, who is originally Jamaican. She's based in Philadelphia, and she has an entire business called Fit Moms of Philly, and she's doing her thing. Um, she does uh, butts and guts class, you know. Yeah, butts and then, and then we have Keita Marie, who does Pilates. She's based in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. We have um, Fab, who is originally Haitian, based in Florida. Um, you know, so we have a long lineup of just incredible instructors who, you know, just kind of make up, um, you know, those those classes that we teach every every week. We have yoga once a week. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, weight training, um, Pilates, meditation. Um, and then on Sundays, we tackle nutrition together. So, you know, more importantly than anything else, you know, we're a community, we're a family, yeah. we support each Minus, other yeah. um, on journey. And it really is beautiful. We, we almost have a hundred members now. We're okay. gearing up to celebrate our hundredth members. So that's super exciting. And older um, persons join. Older persons join if they want to join the so Wellfit. They join, they join by going to thewellfitclub.com. Oh, yeah. And all details are yeah. on the website. Uh, it, the membership is $30 a month. Yeah. And um, as I said, we were a family ready to receive you and to support you on your journey. I know that health is, you know, it's not an easy journey. And it's not a journey that is linear either. It's a journey that goes up and down and mm -hmm. up and down and up and down. Okay. You know, and so all the support that you can get is, kind of what you need to stay on track even though even the most successful of us in on the health journey we all follow you know me included yeah. and so you know just kind of having a group of people who are there for you um to you just cheer you on and remind you of why you're doing it why is it so important you know this is yeah. the quality of life this is to feel good and you know that you just don't have to be alone on your journey yeah i love that and then you have uh, two books now, right? You have two books? Yes, I do. So I have Camila's Kitchen and Wake Up and Live. 
So, so wake up and, and both, by the way, are available once you become a member. You receive both books yeah. uh, because that is just the premise from which the, the program is built. Yeah. So Wake Up and Live is, is basically a mind-body-spirit approach to lifestyle change and it kind of goes into detail um, about the various different facets of health. I tell my story and, oh, nice. you know, how I was able to do it and then, you know, just kind of give you a blueprint to how you can change your life too. And then Camila's Kitchen is my cookbook that has over 100 healthy recipes to support you on that journey that, you know, use ingredients that you can pronounce, that you can recognize, mm-hmm. that feel like, you know, they're not fancy and like out of this world, you know, ingredients that hopefully you, you, you already have on hand. And if you don't have them on hand, then it's something I highly recommend, yeah. you know, just to, to kind of set you up so that you have, the, the kitchen that you need yeah. to, to really change your life, you know. So you're still doing reg. Oh my god! So Camila is like, so Camila is like the I would say in a good way, a positive way. I would say the the Kim Kardashian of Jamaica. You have to keep up with her. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep up with her. Keep up with Camila. So and reggae kitchen, oh, so you're still um reggae recipes. You're still doing that. Let's <laughs> watch it. <laughs> I see that on Saturdays, right? Oh, wow. You've done your research. Um, <laughs> what a keep up. So, so reggae recipes um, came about because I've always liked to merge the, the culture, the Jamaican culture or music, um, you know, with food. Because yeah. as we've spoken about, you know, Jamaican food isn't, isn't the healthiest necessarily. Yeah. Um, but it can be, and there there are many options out there. And you know, when we think about the, the, the reggae artists um, in particular, um, but just Jamaican artists in general, usually there's somebody who they're living a very inspiring lifestyle. Um, they themselves are super busy and they're on the road regularly. Yeah. And so, um, I usually find whenever I sit and reason with any of them, they they always have good tips with food and. You know, my thinking was that they inspire us every day through music. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of bring up about a platform where we were able to be inspired through their food and their habits just the same. And so in my first book, um, The Same Wake Up and Live, uh, what I did was a collaboration with eight of my favorite um, reggae artists, um, to begin with, favorite to begin with. I don't want to say, Jesse, you know, you about anybody, but. The ones that were able to come on board in time, and so in that, what a favorite! What a favorite! Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So in that edition, yeah. we have tips and tricks and recipes from Protege, from yeah. Conics, from Kabaka Pyramid, yeah. from Jesse Royal, from Kelita Kesnambi. Yeah. My own parents um, have a recipe in there on oh. um, each, and so when COVID hit, I decided just like you um when you began this podcast i decided to kind of take it to another level um and and bring the recipes alive to everybody's home because you know it was a time where we were kind of all indoors and yeah yeah, so i partnered up with grace and we put out basically the second season of reggae recipes um and i was able to to have jesse royal again kabaka pyramid again um, I had Beanie Man and I also had coffee. Yeah. And and so it's a concept that, you know, you heard it first. It's going to be a book. Yeah. We're going to compile and put everything together in one, um, you know, one night. And yeah, that will be another yeah. another book on the Mandels, you know? Yeah, I love that. So that's going to be the third one, right? Are they, are they... That will be my third one, yes. That's, yeah, yeah. Third book coming up, so you heard it right. Hello, hello. So, <laughs> book alert. I know book alert. So you, uh, you know, so you're a mother, you know, ambassador, author, you know, TV personality, <laughs> all of the good things. Them well, wellness and fitness coach. How do you manage? How do you keep burning? How do you keep going? How do you keep? Oh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> it's a journey. Yeah, it really is a journey, and it, with with. With, with any journey, it has its values and it has its hills, you know. And the truth is, especially in this year, I think like all of us, we have all been challenged in an unprecedented way. Yeah. 
And, you know, I'm no different. And I think it's important for, you know, everybody to know that you might see all those things and it looks so great. And, you know, but there are days when, when I struggle too, you know, yeah, many yeah, days. And yeah. so it's it kind of going back to exactly what we spoke about in the, the beginning is that when you have really overcome and conquered mm-hmm. something as big as, you know, losing 65 pounds and keeping it off or, you know, really getting on your health journey, then it's something that ends up never leaving you. And yeah. even if you stare a little bit off path, mm-hmm. you will always come back to the place that really brought you an awakening and brought you yeah. um, that place of just coming home to yourself, really, you know. And so sometimes we, we leave home and we, we forget our ways and we forget what needs to be put in place in order to really be able to live well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I am very grateful for the journey that I've been on because I find even in my struggling days, once I go back to the pillars that I know and I believe in, yeah. then, you know, our bodies are incredible structures and, and beings and we can heal very, very easily if we give the body what it needs. Yeah. If we give our body enough rest, if we give our body the right kind of food, yeah. if we are minimizing stress and like, you know, really trying to prioritize our health, making time for movement yeah. and, you know, catching up with the friend that you haven't spoken to in a while or yeah, whatever right. it is to just yeah. kind of get you back on balance and track. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's always a balancing act because it's it's not easy running a business, it's not easy being a mommy, it's not yeah. easy all of these things, but it's a joy, right? Yeah. And so, um, I think the trick is just finding the joyful moments in, in the blessings that we have yeah. because with every blessing comes a lesson comes you know a moment that needs to be conquered and that's that's what life is all about it's a journey where we don't arrive it's not a destination so, you know what so I mean? it's, it's, it's forever going and what i love about your journey and i want to use the word influencer because that's something that people use loosely but of course you know you have your influence and what I love about your life is it's always authentic and it's one that come back around in a 360. The fact that you grew up, you know, eating LT, then you gain weight and mm-hmm. you saw the media. And I think everything mm-hmm. was so destined to happen and you're using all of those skills now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful thing, you know, Yeah. to, to see everything finally coming together and... Yeah. You know, because there, there's definitely been times on my journey where I'm like, okay, what exactly am I doing? What's my purpose? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just feels there's a book here, there's a this here, there's a that. Yeah. But it, it, it feels good to be in a place where, as you said, yeah. it's kind of all coming back 360 and, mm-hmm. you know, visions are being manifested. And, you know, it's just about staying the course, staying consistent mm-hmm. and just kind of weathering rough winds whenever they come. And... You know, just knowing that whenever you do something for the greater good, when it's not yeah. just for your personal um, achievement, then it will always be supported by the universe, by God. Yeah. It will always happen and, and happen for you. Yeah. You know, when this is about changing people's lives and impacting, you know, really being able to be there for people at a time when I need it, when I know they need it the most. Because yeah. I went through the journey yeah. myself. I oh, know yeah. that it's a very... Um, a lonely journey it if is. you're not careful, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and so, it's like the more it becomes like a lonely place, and people think, "Yeah, man, our thing good, our thing yeah. settled, our thing set," and they don't Absolutely. understand the struggles and the stress is higher at that time, you know. And Absolutely. Yeah, and then you also motivate yeah. people without even knowing because I did my book and I released it last year, and when I saw you did your first book, and you were asking, "Oh, which one should be the cover?" and like oh I say matters. Aww, like oh, like, yes. oh I say matters. <laughs> you know I'm so happy. So what what what's the name of your book? You have to tell me. I have to, I'm, I have to I'm go get it. by Noel. Cuisine by Noel. It's on Amazon and it, it, Cuisine by Oh, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, cuisine by Noel. Yeah, man. It's one hundred recipes and it's not the typical Jamaican recipes. I got some healthy stuff in there and some vegetarian stuff in there, like the you know, curry chickpea and yeah, even stuff you don't yeah. eat. Stories, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, man. And then there are some good stories in the book as well. So I share my okay. culinary journey. Um, being a yeah. chef for the past 11 years now and the road that, that it took me on and what happened because oftentimes when you're at the top or you're getting to the top, people judge you, but they don't understand yeah. the story. And I think it's our job sometimes, yeah. you know, just to remind people of the story and there's no shame in the game. Yeah, 
absolutely. Yeah, I know. I'm happy that you're on your third one because I'm working on my second one. And the thing with writing, mm, look at yeah, that. no, but the thing is, the thing with writing, I think it's the same thing for you. Is once you start to write, your brain open up and ideas start to pour. Yeah, just absolutely. Like, just like yeah. writing recipes, I'm sure you just start doing this thing and say, "Wait, we can't turn these now on next book." Same thing for me, and I'm like, no, man, that's "Yeah," and just put all our thoughts and our stuff that you put on the World Wide Web into a book, and you put it on Amazon absolutely. or wherever. Yeah, so I love that, and I love your journey, and I love the fact that. You're always growing. You're always go, um, going further. You're always thinking of something new. You're always revamping. Thank you so yeah. much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And you're doing and a great congratulations job. Congratulations on yeah. your release and good luck with the next one. Yeah, uh, please keep Yeah, man, I will for sure. And I have a friend named Sian Rose. She's in Pennsylvania and she loves you so much. So this morning she called <laughs> me. Oh, come in. Come on in. When is your episode? And I said... We didn't get to record, but we're going to this evening. You're okay. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, she's. Like, <laughs> you gotta give her. You gotta give she a shout out. You gotta give C and oh, Rose. Remind me of her name again. C and Rose. Cian. <laughs> yeah, Cian. Cian. Oh yeah. gosh, big up, big up, extra special love and blessing, Cian. Give thanks for keeping up and following the journey, and good luck on yours. Um, hopefully you can be a part of my community one day and I can be, um, you know, just, yeah, more closely aligned and in tune. Um, but big up, love, 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 love every time. Yes. And that's all for this week. So I want to say a big thank you again <laughs> for the time and, you know, pouring some positivity out there in the atmosphere and hopefully changing a life, right? Big thanks. Yes, yes, Noel, yes, love, love, and blessing. Thank you for having me. Yes, and um, look forward to hearing all the updates. Yes, man, I will for sure. All right, and I'll still follow the journey. I'm following the journey. All right, yeah, yeah man, keep in tune. Keep yeah, in touch. We can't do this alone. We can't do this alone. All right. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Alrighty, so there you have it. We have come to the end of another great episode of What's Cooking with Chef Noel. I want to say a big thank you to my guest Camila McDonald for stopping by, sharing some knowledge, and you know, spilling some goodness and some positivity. And I want to thank you for listening. And remember, you can always subscribe to us on Spotify, Anchor FM, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at What's Cooking with Chef Noel. And to follow me, it's at I Am Chef Noel. You can also follow Camila at I Am Camila McDonald. All right. So until next time, see ya.